welcome to Good Boys Gone Bland, Season 3, Episode 8. Uh, but first, I'm your co-host, Denali. I'm Ryan, and I bump it low, up in the air. Oh, Jace, he jumps into the air. Ball's errant. He sets it to the middle. Oh, oh, uh, um, and, and then, and then uh, I'm Denali, and then I, again, and then I'm, I spike the ball over the net. And, and who's this? Running into the sand from the opposite team, diving in. Is that a dog? No, it's a man running on all fours. <laughs> Will he announce his presence? And my name's Michael, and I totally missed the ball. Uh, uh, it's boy. okay. It's okay. It's a good boy. He's still a good boy. Who wants ice cream? Probably I shouldn't feed him ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah, we should probably not feed dogs ice cream, by the way. Way too much of that movie. Um, well, welcome to the show, Michael. This is a very special episode. We have you on as a guest star, our first guest star uh, in GBGB's history. Yeah. Um, it is a, you know, it's a pretty high prestige slot being a guest host here. Um, it comes with a lot of responsibility, um, but... You know, let's just let's have you let's have you kind of uh, do an official introduction. You know, if you could just say your name one more time, your zodiac sign, um, and uh, maybe a favorite movie that we've reviewed. My name's Michael. My zodiac sign is. I think we decided it was a Virgo. Yeah, we we, uh, we figured that out. <laughs> what is zodiac sign calendar? <laughs> oh, we all and... knew that from the tone of your voice, but yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, that, that's how that shit works. <laughs> And my favorite movie is that you guys have reviewed is Paycheck. I save. You don't want that to be your known as your favorite movie. Uh, <laughs> favorite movie that yeah, you rather yeah, be I, almost, <laughs> I almost screwed that up. You're 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 a unique viewer, Michael. Um, as we've said before, I think we we texted about this too. Like, you're, I think you're the only one we know that has seen Paycheck. Um, just just in the wild, you saw it. You know, as a child growing up, and we haven't. I, I haven't met anybody who's seen this movie. And when we tell people about it. They're usually like, what the fuck? Like Ben Affleck. Season of the future. <laughs> yeah, they don't believe us. Both staffs? Um, Believable. Yeah, so what is I forget what even Paycheck is about. Ben Affleck can see into the future, but it's not like a magic power. It's like a technological device, right? He right. Made some machine that he can see into the future and shit with, and that's all I really mm-hmm. remember. And then he yeah. shit like a machine. <laughs> he needs it to live. <laughs> the iron butt. <laughs> Why did, but why did we make it to help him see the future? Because he's reverse engineering patented products mm-hmm. before they're made, I think. Yeah, it's kind of mm-hmm. like shoving food up your butt and pooping out your mouth. It's I kind th- of just reversing. No, I don't actually don't think it's like that at all. <laughs> um. Well, as um as kind of an icebreaker here, and, and Michael, you know, I don't want you to be intimidated. Because the three of us are professionals, you know, we've been kind of doing this for a while. Um, but, you know, I want you to kind of ease into the role of the host. It's a very, um, it's a very tough and, uh, you know, very gratifying position to be in. I have a series of icebreaker questions for all of us. And, uh, you know, I have some for you as well, just to kind of get to know each other. Because, um, you know, we're, we're like we're like four jazz band players, baby. You know, we've got you on the upright bass. You're kind of you're kind of filling in for the day. You know, uh, we're three trumpeters, three jazz trumpeters. And we got another instrument coming into the mix. <laughs> it's kind of an uneven band. But um, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to kind of generate a question. No press, dog. Just kind of answer. This is just a, a nice, easy, breezy icebreaker question to start us off. Um, Michael, I'll start with you. 
um, just to kind of ease into it. Um, if it was possible to transplant your brain to stay alive for another hundred years, uh, would you do it? Sure. Sounds like fun. There we go. I'm probably going to go crazy. I mean, I'm already kind of there. Yeah. So. You would transplant your brain into like a robot or like a dog or something. That's fine. Okay. For the hundred years. Uh, or like a, whoa, you know, like, whoa, a, whoa. like a dung beetle no, or something. No, I don't, I don't like where you're going with the dog part. What's wrong with, okay. Next question. Okay, Ryan, this one's for you. All right. So I want you to answer this seriously. hundred percent. Um, okay. Um, what was the last big mistake you made? <laughs> This is, this is a fucked up generator, man. Here, let me give you a better one. Um, give him the question. Yeah. We can't be hard-hitting could... podcast journalists if we're not okay. willing to stray. Journalists. Okay. The story we're investigating is our own past. Yes. You know what? You know what? I'm going to click this up. button. I'm going to click this refresh button, and whatever it is, I'm going to fucking make Ryan answer this for real, okay? No matter what it is. Okay, Ryan? If you could lock someone up and throw away the key, would you? And if so, who would that be? Oh, that's a solid. Uh, no. Just no? Probably yeah, the best answer. You could get. I, didn't, I didn't have to explain. It said... Jesus Christ, these are all so heavy. Okay, Jace, let's let's hope we can get a fun icebreaker question. Okay, like what kind of fucked up job retreat? <laughs> okay. Um, Jace, have you ever seen a movie that you thought was better than the book? Um, I can't think of many uh, books and book movie combos off the top of my yeah. head. Honestly, that's that's uh, a pretty know, tough question. Percy Jackson and the Olympics, Olympians, uh, Aragon. <laughs> hey, we found this guy that's a son of a god. Have him throw the javelin. <laughs> Not swimming, son of Poseidon. No, no. Um. Okay, Jace, I'll give you another one because that's that one's hard. Okay, if you could choose the way you became a hero, what would the circumstances be? How would you become a hero, Jace? Ooh, yeah. Wait, do I have to be a hero or is it get superpowers? Um, you know what? Let's do superpowers because we talk about that a lot. You know, get getting struck by lightning would be would be lit. You know, just like literally, yeah. literally. <laughs> yeah. So once you get the dope lightning tattoo. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to pick. I don't want to have anything to do with like other people because I feel like if I see a lady get like exploded by a bus and then I get superpowers, it's just going to be really traumatic. What? Why um, would that be? What would that be? Why would that, how would that give you a superpower? Someone get killed. It's, it's just. You know how Deadpool got his like the. They exposed the mutant gene in him, you know? They made him yeah. suffer a bunch. Like, I don't want that. Oh, I don't okay. want mental trauma to make my superpowers come out. So if I have to, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. So what, what kind of powers do you think lightning will give you? Um, I'd probably get like a really shitty superpower. Like are you eating a hot dog, get struck by lightning, and now you can speak to hot dogs? Yeah. Or like become a hot dog for or like an the, hour a day? the fork like fused to my hand and I can now retract it into my body and then pull it out. <laughs> okay, so like now, a shittier Wolverine but with one fork. If Jace met somebody who had been transformed into a bump, okay was transformed into a hot dog okay oh, ryan now we're what we're writing fanfics again no no no, no. See, i like the idea of you can move really really fast okay but your brain can't keep up with it so you're just like constantly running into fucking walls and shit dumb <laughs> oh <laughs> so the flash except his brain isn't fast it's only his body yeah. now that's actually yeah that's actually an interesting um comic dynamic i think where you just have someone zipping around just running through things i think you would want to not probably use the speed to run you would want to apply in other ways because if i was super fast i would probably just 
like punch somebody. He would die. Ultra speed, you know? Yeah. Like, if my body well, can see, handle it, but my brain can't keep up, I'm just going to accelerate my fist into their nuts. And then, you know, I'm not like running into a yeah. wall. You're going to explode somebody. Um, I think I'd play StarCraft. Oh. I think my APMs would be pretty good. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Well, but you can't if you could only move as fast as your brain could. Yeah, that would be. Well, you would basically just like shove your finger through the fucking keyboard and you destroy your keyboard. Okay. Well, the speed can go. He can't only go human speed or infinite miles per hour. You can choose, right? That's eh, true. I guess you could go as fast as you could under like handle yeah. mentally. I think it would be. Yeah. You could always go fast. I'm like, guys, I can't run fast. I will hit the truck and die. <laughs> could you do your APM so fast in StarCraft that the game rewinds and goes backwards for everybody? Anyways, I like your fork that was idea. A sick Superman <laughs> 2 reference. <laughs> that was like a 50 year old reference, and it took us a little while to get it. Okay, um, I'll do one for myself to be fair. Ryan, I would lay my hot, greasy hot dog self into that big, floofy bun, bro. I would, I would, uh, it'd be like if you put a bunch of sunscreen on and then lay it on like a white sheet or something. Okay, I, my question is, excuse me, <laughs> what is your question? My question for is for myself, I clicked through a few because some of these are real bad, man. <laughs> Okay, uh, if you were offered the position of mayor of your city, would you take it? Ooh, um, may maybe uh, I don't I don't know. Seems kind of hard. I live in a big yeah. city. Like, uh, I feel like being a mayor of a small town of six hundred would be more fun. Oh yeah, you know, where oh. I can kind of like, you know, cut ribbons. Yeah. You get way you know. more power. I want to be mayor of like like Fernfield in, in Airbud, like. You know, oh, where yeah. you, you just like high five the, the golden retriever and go to all the games. You're like, all right, it's the mayor. Your free hot dog for the mayor. I think that kind of mayor would be good. Wow, that was amazing. Yeah. We only got the boring questions. We only got... <laughs> you know what? You want to fucking spice Arena, Ryan? No. I'm going to make I'm gonna make Michael answer the next Dude, refresh. no, please. No, That's the worst possible the combo. Right, Ryan, you don't get to censor me. <laughs> Actually, how I does. Yeah, that, but you don't. <laughs> Finale, hit me. What'd you get? Okay. If you inherited or won a million dollars, what was the first thing you would do with the money? Do I have to pay taxes on it? Oh, come on, Michael. No, no, no that, that, fucking... that's a legit question. I would no, pay the man. taxes on that's it. That's actually first. a legit question because you're talking about like 600 grand or a million. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That's true. Okay. You just got to. Okay. You found a suitcase on the side of a road. There's you have to pay taxes turn. on that. You have to pay taxes okay. on them. No, no, it's, well, it's first all cash. you have to take it to a police department for them this? to see you, if somebody claims it. You, because... Or you say you inherited $1.5 million, they took taxes, and you're left with a million dollars left over. No, man, that's okay, not the same. That. Oh, Michael's in now. Well, so if I get a million dollars post taxes, hey. I would pay off all my debt and buy a house. And uh. then the rest. <laughs> Boring. Someone gave a real answer. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is the easy transition. Yeah. Uh, we need to work on Michael's survivor casting tape. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, Michael, it's my theory. And I think I might have mentioned this in a previous episode. I think out of the four of us, you have the best chance of winning Survivor. See, He's got a on bum the, like, hand. He has... <laughs> hey, my hand's not bad. It's the Michael bum shoulder right now. And he'd be one of the first people sent home because he'd be like, oh, fuck, my leg's broken in eight places. <laughs> okay, Michael hey, does. No, no. I've got four years between significant injuries so far. Yeah, so he's good. good. 
I just did the last one. Okay. Yeah. He does hurt himself That's a lot, fair. but Michael, I, I think I agree because you have probably the most outdoor skills out of the four of us. Well, um, not even that. So, like, he's, I think he would be a physical beast in the challenges. Of course, of course. I think, if anything, he's smart, but his strategy game might be weak comparatively because he doesn't watch Survivor as much as us or at all. Right. Do nope. better at, like, the alone kind of thing. Instead well, right. Of, uh, so we're not fans of that show here, so shut yeah. up. We're talking but about those <laughs> no, that shows the shit. But but those skills do translate to Survivor as well because people want to have camp life people around. And then I think his strategy would be good because he's loyal, right. but not like loyal to a fault where he wouldn't backstab somebody like some of those naive idiots on the show. I think he would. I think he would do well. I don't because he, he wouldn't be a goat. Yeah, Michael's not a goat. He might be a meat shield for somebody. Somebody might be hiding behind him. Use him to take a vote and dump him and go on, but uh, <laughs> we'd have to we'd have to work on his game. We'd have to, we'd have to prep his game. Yeah, so we can prep you, Michael. Um, so strategically give people I don't like food poisoning. Copy. So that's that's that that's you know I think poisoning is frowned upon. Wait, is there laws in Survivor? Like, can you like not like murder, but like can you poison somebody? And like is well, Jeff Brooks no. like that's no. cool? Okay, okay. But you could play it off like I didn't know that was gonna happen. You don't you don't go to your confessional and say to the camera you can poison that guy. So let's say you don't Michael want people to die. I'm just talking about like a yeah. string of the shit. Yeah, put so, yourself they're not gonna die, but they might have to get evacuated due to dehydration from oh, okay. If Michael shat in like the communal rice pot and then said that I would know, be a boot. That I don't I didn't so, know that would do that. No, that <laughs> I didn't know Valley, that was bad. You're well, he'd at least make TV. I've already been there, done that. It's over. Oh, that's right. Yeah. This wouldn't be Valley, his first rodeo. You're the only one that's deranged enough and intelligent mm -hmm. enough to play mm -hmm. off shitting in the communal rice pot. That's exactly why Denali wouldn't win. But that's yeah. why Denali wouldn't win. He wouldn't make it because I think, number one, he would lose his mind almost instantaneously. <laughs> On the plane to the <laughs> island, I would have an anxiety attack. <laughs> and he would do something crazy like when that lady dumped all the rice uh, on like day two. Mm, yeah. I think it would be fun for us to like, I mean, I, I personally probably could not go on Survivor because number one, our stomach problems. And number two, right. there, there's, there's literally like more than one spider out there. So I would not be able to psychologically handle it. Right. Right. And, no, uh, they would stab you to death. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it would be fun. I think it would be actually fun to give to have Michael and Jace like try out for it. Yeah, you guys can try out for Survivor. Um, Michael, we'll I'll you. give you I'll give you final three. I think um, Jace, I think is a bit of a wild card. You know, I think you could. I think Jace could go the distance. Um, or I he think could he's be too like much us. of a meat shield. He's too much. Oh, he's too much of an obvious physical. Threat. I think. Yeah, I think Jace is too much of an obvious physical threat. But I think Michael could go far as like a. Like a James type character. Yeah. The yeah, the other thing is, I'd be there for my own amusement and no one else's. That's a good Fair. mindset. You get a win a million mindset. bucks. Yeah. And after yeah. taxes, you know. Um, I'm right. there to get on the jury and just get, yeah. be drunk for the remaining. I'm fucking four Ponderosa. Or whatever. <laughs> well, what would you say, Michael, in your um, in your your casting thing? Like, what would you say to Jeff? And the producers i know you haven't seen it but just to make them take you is there like a sentence you'd say <laughs> i don't fucking know you know if i i'd probably be like no matter what jeff 
you fucking put me on this show, you will not forget what you see on the TV. And That's I think that'll probably not a good because I think probably ninety percent of people say that and they instantly get ejected. I think <laughs> I think you want if you're actually serious about this, I think you want to yeah. tell people like your strategy. You want to tell the producers your strategy because then they try to match you up with other people that are or are not compatible. Shit in the pot day one. And they'll they'll match you with people who are immune to shit. I'm gonna shit all over the island. Not all over the, the island. Pot, no, not in holes. I'm gonna shit mm -hmm. on a leaf. I'm gonna find yep. out where an idol was after mm -hmm. I have the note. I'm gonna shit where the idol was, and then I'm gonna oh, leave yeah. the note out for somebody else to find. And then they're gonna go oh, looking yeah. for the idol and they're gonna grab Could you my imagine? shit. <laughs> They leave it to dry and they carve the shit into like an idol shape and then hand it to Jeff and he's like, that's a dookie, dog. That's a dookie you just handed me. This is not nothing. an immunity idol. It's not an immunity idol. This is, you hand me the dry dookie. That counts as a vote against you. <laughs> Jeff is like, I want to kick you off so bad, but I can't. <laughs> nah, dude. Reality TV shows are a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Oh, that's it's right. So uh, overrated. Michael, I forget that we're you are actually a, a reality TV star. I'm joining us on the podcast today. I wouldn't um, go that far. You've been on was it Building Alaska on a yeah. DIY network? Seasons and two and three. Seasons two and three. He was a returning cast member of Building Alaska, folks. Is there what was what was kind of your character on the show? I was myself. If I'm not, <laughs> they, yeah, you were, you're, so they were like, we could not write this guy. <laughs> no, no. So all the people that I worked with, they would mm -hmm. literally tell us act normal. And what yeah. the, the camera people and the producers didn't understand is, look, if you guys weren't here, we'd be doing the same shit. Mm. So were you kind of like the the cute one? Were you kind of like the bad boy? Um, I mean, I did make a t-shirt bra on national television, so that's cool. Ooh. That's a pretty good accolade. Ooh, so the hot one. Uh, you were the hot um, one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a little starstruck, Michael. I forget that you, you're a reality TV star. I think that's yeah. A every good now one. and then, I'll like log into like iTunes or Amazon or something, and yeah. I'll be like, purchase videos. I'm like, why do I have like 20 purchased videos? And then it's like all the seasons of Building Alaska that Michael was on. I was like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> when Gary and my wife went to visit her family, they actually watched some of that shit with their cousins. Oh, nice. And they were yeah. talking about how, like, dirty I was, and then they cut to a picture, and I'm just, like, covered in dirt. <laughs> so at least they... Like, he was like that when he showed up for filming. I mean... <laughs> no, no, see, the thing is, the mosquitoes out there were horrendous. Yeah. And once you got enough layers of dirt and sweat dried on your body, they didn't bite you. Oh, are they like Predator, where you kind of have to cover yourself in mud, and you're like, Do it! Do it! <laughs> Oh, right now. Come right on. Me. Come on, you bastard. Oh. I forgot Ryan already went into that Arnold <laughs> rant earlier in the season. I think it's a good reality show to be in just because it's hard to. It doesn't paint you in a bad light like kind of other ones do, like like The Bachelor, for example, or Survivor even. Do you guys it also have depends like. depends on who you are. Sure, sure. Of course. Well, do you guys have like kind of a dream um, reality show you guys want to be, would, would be on? Well, being on the Not Bachelor under any circumstances. That's what I'm saying. I would not in any circumstances be on one of those Bachelor Bachelorette shows. You get to hang you out at a hotel and be hammered all day. Number <laughs> one, I'm married. So, I think by the way, that's the answer Julie's looking for. But also, like, 
I don't want to hang out with those guys. Like those guys are idiots, and they're all they're all meatheads, and they all have some sob story. And if you want, if you're there just to like get lit, they apparently they can tell, and they'll tell the girl, and the girl will get, do this huge long like episode long rant about it, and then you'll be the bad guy on Twitter for like three months. Six of it the doesn't dudes sound bad. In the last season, were software engineers, Ryan. So they're they're not all meatheads. They are thick and juicy. Yeah, <laughs> them buff as they are meat. <laughs> Honestly, like, what if you went on The Bachelor and you expect like all douchebags, and and they're all just like, "Hey, did you guys check out that latest NPR episode? Um, you know, the latest like Fresh Air. Oh my god, I love Terry. Like, there was such a great piece on you know the economic disparities happening in Ohio, and like, but then when the cameras go, like, oh yeah, what's that? They like you know do do like butt jags and shit, whatever they do on uh, on Bachelor. You know, like what if they're what if they're all kind of playing the con just to be on the reality show? Yeah. Well, so my mother-in-law found this show where it's like it's like The Bachelor. Yeah. But it's like six self-identifying like nice guys and six fuck boys. <laughs> and like Is the this... person and they're like trying to figure out who's the fuck boy and who's not. And it, it's, it sounds horrible. <laughs> oh, fuck boy island. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> okay. Okay, because there's a show called Fuckboy Island, I know, on Netflix or whatever. Uh, but that's that's a great concept. <laughs> but like, do you are you categorized like self identifying, or or is it or is Netflix like I, you're a fuckboy? And I'm like, am I though? Like, I don't fucking know. I don't watch that shit. It's F Boy Island. That's great. Hmm. The fact that you know that Denali is just really a little it's disheartening. He played, yeah, he plays it like he doesn't watch reality TV, but he watches reality TV. I think. It would be great to make it all the way to the end of the bachelorette and then when she picks you you'll be like oh shit i am married oh i didn't i didn't think this was oh oh god i'm so sorry oh my gosh wait did like, you think there was a thing i'm so did you think oh my gosh that's so funny but like that's not, not funny but like oh my gosh that's so you, you wow. told me you love me i was saying that to the camera to my wife <laughs> well, I, I, was, I was telling her I love her. At, you were in front of the camera. We know each other for like a week, dog. Like I don't. I don't oh man, be good. Uh, reality shows weird, guys. Um, but do you guys want to do the? You guys want to talk about Airbud? No, I'm doing everything we can to not talk about. Yeah, Airbud. I want to talk about this movie so. I want to talk about bad. yes. I want to freaking talk about Airbud because. I, I going back and listening to our, some of our episodes, I realize rule number one of Good Boys Gone Bland is to never stop talking about Airbud. Because <laughs> apparently we've been obsessed with this dog for months. Ever and since the idea came out, you know? Dog, like Airbud movies, have you guys actually watched? This is actually only number two. We yeah. watched the first one and the last one. I can't believe we did that. Like, looking back, I think we just added Airbud Spikes back because we liked volleyball and we liked the idea of him playing it. Yeah, I thought it was number two. It would make sense. Yeah, because Airbud 2 is is the... Um, Golden is the Receiver. One? Golden Receiver, thank you. Airbud 3 is uh, Airbud 7th Inning Fetch. And then... Um, Airbud 4? What that was the fuck's 4? Is it bowling? What's, wait, what's, what's Airbud 4? Soccer? Gotta have a soccer game. Oh, I think there's a soccer be. one. World Pup. Airbud World, World Pup. Pup. There it is. And then, of course, this one, uh, Airbud Spikes Back. Uh, we talked before about other kind of sports he could play. Michael, do you have kind of like a, a dream Airbud movie, like a sport he can play? Like, I was kind of thinking like UFC. Um, yeah, I was thinking like, boxing. Nothing but boxing. nuts. Boxing. 
Nah. <laughs> Ain't no yeah, rules I, I... that this dog can't beat your ass. <laughs> Actually, there is. I Legally, mean, there is rules that you boxing says play. one human and one human. Uh, maybe Airbud doing paintball. Um, we talked about esports. You know, bowling. I think is good. You know, I think that's an easy golden retriever sport. You know, he can he can kind of like nudge the ball with his nose. I would like an Airbud Gundam movie where he kind of like he's kind of like their best pilot. And he's the only one who could interface with like the ancient Gundam they find. And he kind of goes off and fights aliens. Huh. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. dream air, air Bud No, no. Metazord, but Airbud's the head. Oh, so, well, again, we're getting kind of close we to the end here. <laughs> hmm. We're getting kind of close to the problematic aspects of having dogs fight in an arena. <laughs> but at least at oh. least Ryan's back is gonna be taking most of the punishment um in the Metazord still if he's if, if Airbud's the head. Um see you just gotta sandwich Airbud between two people. That yeah. way he won't take damage, but he is controlling. Kind of exactly. like Me- Metazord. Okay. Thank you. Um uh hair bud where he becomes a hairstylist hair bud. is that anything not a sport terrible. but it could yeah hair bud. Hairstyling? Scare I would think... bud, he's, he's an employee at a haunted house employee at a haunted house is that what you're people. gonna say yeah he's gonna he scare people i uh, mean that would actually be terrifying so there's there's share bud where he's he's like tr- trading stocks like working uh, i thought you meant like share like singing yeah the wolf of wall oh. street <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, but he's a dog, and he's, like, doing a bunch of cocaine, and they're like, Hey, bud, you can't, you're throwing your life away! And he's like, shut up! I'm gonna, I'm gonna trade stocks! I'm good at it! My That'd favorite part of that movie would be the scene where they need the dog to do something, <laughs> but they can't actually get it, so it's like a desk with a bunch of papers on it, and then a fake <laughs> dog paw hits the yeah. desk. <laughs> There's a lot of that in this movie that we just saw. <laughs> yeah. Um... Uh, any more uh, Airbud weed movie? I already talked about that. I mean, they got um, dogs that skateboard. Yeah, skate skatebud. There, there was most valuable primate or MPX. I think was when he uh, with the monkey skateboard. Yeah, I mean, MXP. Yeah, MXP. Thank you. I mean, skateboarding's in the Olympics now. True. Let's go have this. What, what about of, uh, <laughs> the decathlon? Is that where he skis and shoots guns? No, that's the that's biathlon. The yeah, the decathlon's the classic, like uh, you know, uh, an event. Mm-hmm olympic bruce jenner thing yeah okay okay well that's that's not bad um yeah i think we got a good spread <laughs> cricket we got a there's a huge market for oh yeah you know, cricket more people watch cricket than watch baseball yeah are you serious yeah is it yes. the one where they ride a horse and horse hit, hit balls with yeah. a hammer no, no that's horse croquet or something okay yeah um, isn't that where they kind of like do knitting with a bunch of knots no you're thinking of that's uh, crochet. horse crochet <laughs> Uh, no, cricket is baseball. Oh, with the fucking flat bat thing. Yeah. Yeah, the whack bat. Yeah. Isn't that that guy with his first name, Davey, and he fought in the Alamo? No. Yes. That's You're crazy. thinking of yeah. Cracker Barrel. The no, good they, they hometown only use, restaurant. They just use raccoons, and it, it's all bad. Isn't that that thing where they used to pressure cook things uh, for a long period of time? That would be Um. Well, do we want to get into Airbud Spikes Back? You guys are ready. Yeah. I believe, Michael, do you want to take a crack as our guest at the synopsis? Just Doing quick... our jobs? Yeah. You, think, you think it's easy to do what we do? Are you up to the task? It's okay. If, not. if you don't feel comfortable, we can, we can hand it off to Jace. Um, I mean, I can we're... give it a shot. Give yeah, it a shot? do it. So, yeah. Yeah, straight what, down what the middle. After? 
So it's, not, not really review. So you have to describe. Yeah, yeah, describe the premise. Yeah, just the premise. Right. Of the movie. Yeah, you can give it a commercial. Key details if you need to. But okay, so there's a dog right in this town in Washington called Fernfield. Mm-hmm. Plays sports and shit. Yeah. Big black truck, golden shitter, fancy gem. Uh-huh. Dog commits burglary. Oh, okay. Busted. So no yeah. transition sentences were just doing it. Yeah. Is he listing like hashtags or like <laughs> tags for the YouTube video? <laughs> to, like, this is me trying to give it give it the run down the middle to talk. If he, if he gave a transition sentence, it'd be like in this terrible scene. <laughs> in this filmed by fucking potato movie. Yeah, and then volleyball girl gets to go to California, see friend. Roll credits. That's that's honestly probably the shortest and most that's, accurate C plus synopsis we've ever had. Yes, Wait, thank C you plus? For God damn, I was going for a C minus. Under promise and over deliver, and you're fine. There was more plot to this movie than Interstellar. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's so. the was... main criticism, Jace. <laughs> I, my yeah. main criticism is it's a movie about a dog playing volleyball. Have a dog play volleyball, okay? It, you don't need to like, have like six different genres of movies uh, in here. Right, let, let me just reel you in a little bit. You're like a bucking bronco over there. Um, thank you, Michael, for the for the SEO tags. Jace, do you want to give us just kind of like a, a, a quick description? I piece of shit. Of, of what, what we're down here. Yeah, um, Air Bud spikes back as the fifth movie. In the continuing Airbud franchise, R.I.P. Airbud. R.I.P. Um, and uh, the the younger the who was a baby, I guess the daughter of this family that owns Airbud, uh, little in a little slice of life loses her friend in the summer. And really, this movie focuses. She moves on... away. She doesn't like die or anything. Clarify how she loses um, her friend. Her family <laughs> makes her move from this town in Washington uh, to. Like San Diego, and the the premise of the movie is really how this uh, the this girl can get to California to see her friend. Uh, and you know, unfortunately, not much dog. Uh, there are some interweaving plot points that have to do with some guys in town to steal some diamonds, a bird, uh, a kid from California that I guess gets her onto the volleyball team because after um, losing all the money she would have to get to California. The only way is through a volleyball tournament. And, you know, there's just so much else. Like a child that's addicted to ice cream who has unlimited ice cream vouchers and like literally addicted. 90% of the plot of this movie is driven by the addiction of this child to ice cream. That's about it's 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 insane how much detail they packed in this movie. And none of it was related to a fucking dog playing volleyball, which was all I wanted they didn't mention volleyball until like 30 or 40 minutes in. Yeah. <laughs> and I wanted to watch Airbud play volleyball. I definitely agree, Jace. I was I was angry. I'm angry now about this movie. The hardest hurdle, I think, about this movie is the fact that they used five different dogs to play Airbud. Oh my yeah. god, I know, right? Like, talk about the original Airbud being uh, like the goat of dogs, the greatest of all time. Like they, they had five dogs, and they couldn't get a fraction of the original Airbuds performance. No, I I think in the few like in the like the two minutes we had of dogs actually playing volleyball, I think we got a couple nose boops. But I think that was literally all the sports we got in this movie. 
Um, it was like then, all the same fucking scene that they just reused. Like, yeah, they, they reused footage. And they're like, let's cut this in. Yeah, they, they would do that all the time. But like, other things in the movie as well, though. Like, you guys notice that there was like multiple reused shots, especially in the volleyball scenes. But like, there's that one shot where the apparent like enemy like villain kid is like shaking his head at the yeah. scene. But, like, they play that clip like five times. It's like Monty yeah. Python. <laughs> Yeah, this movie had a budget of five million dollars. Okay. What? So and they just did four point nine million dollars worth of coke. <laughs> yeah, like what the <laughs> fuck did they spend five million dollars on? Like, yeah, that fat security guard ate a lot of sandwiches. <laughs> Tell you I what. Mean, so literally, the first thing I noticed is the camera they used sucked. Yeah, it was two thousand three, like, but even for that standard, yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah, it was filmed on a potato. And maybe I'm a coddled moviegoer, but like I really can't stand it when they change like the actor of a major character. I know sometimes that's necessary, but for something like this, I don't know if they think we think all dogs kind of look the same, but like I could tell it was a different dog over and over again throughout the movie, and it well, kind of really distracted me. The, the the issue is, you know, the issue. Do you not know the issue? Finale. The issue with that is, yeah, the original Airbud died. I am aware. Like immediately after they filmed the first one. So yes, I thought he was in two. He was not in two. Yes. He died like oh, one, one year okay. after. The oh, Airbud Golden Receiver was dedicated to his memory. Rest in peace, Airbud. Um, however, I just wish that they would just get another dog that was just as good, or at least like put the fucking effort in, not have five phonies. Or just like yeah, or we say, look, this is one of his pops grown up, or this is his brother. Yes. Thank you, right? Yeah, I have it be a different dog. This movie was very strange. I feel like there was some kind of gas leak that happened in this town where everyone had minor brain damage, it seemed, and some people affected more than others. Because one, the villains were just stupid to the point where I just got like medically concerned for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're going to go steal this big ass diamond in this like town right. hall. This diamond has to be worth tens of millions of dollars, and it's in a Fucking Why town hall. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so for an entire summer, this movie opens with this diamond being like put here for some reason. And then the, an entire summer passes in the movie world and everything in the town stays exactly the same. Yeah. So that diamond that was in there, like, because they had all that security like going in, but then there was like no guards. They like, yeah, they, they, like they had see ya. one like mall cop guy guarding it with like and, lasers, I guess. And the lasers were it, always you, on. Is anyone allowed to see the diamond? No. <laughs> but the other thing is, like, you have a budget of $5 million. You could yeah. at least pay someone to cut that very obvious piece of glass to look like a fucking gemstone. Not pretty a piece bad. of glass. That was a bad prop. We're getting real lasers. Like, yeah. just go get some lasers. How wild was the acting in this movie? Like, wild. everyone's, like, pronunciation and, like, affect was so strange. The like, dubbing? Like, the dubbing why, was bad. Why would, you, uh, why would you cast a kid who was not old enough to talk and then tell him to say words on screen and then hire a slightly older kid to record lines over it? Yeah, that was extremely bad. It's, it felt like I was watching a serial commercial for, like, 90 minutes. Dude, all I can yes. think of... Whenever that kid was on screen, his little bowl cut goblin. His bowl cut. Like, yeah, yeah it was just like, like a you're just like a little bowl cut ice cream goblin. That's <laughs> the all. First scene of with the, the, so let's be clear. 
the, the movie opens on a scene with this tiny little kid training Airbud to go through an obstacle course like in dog shows. And within about 35 seconds, I'm realizing this is the worst movie I have ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, extremely it was obvious. <laughs> it's not one of those movies where it takes you a while to be like, okay, this isn't going anywhere. It's going to be really bad. Like Chasing Amy, this movie, yeah. <laughs> this movie was absolute like trash from the first second i have to totally reevaluate how i rate bad movies i think because of <laughs> airbud 5 airbud spikes back dude i totally like after i finished this movie i told i told amber i was like i i think that was the worst movie i've ever seen i think i have a new low like i thought the marianas trench was slow and i feel like i've hit the core of the earth this dude, is the guys... movie that killed the airbud franchise as well yeah yeah, that's a, yeah. It's so bad. It's so bad. It kills the Airbud franchise on a direct-to-TV movie. Like the standards are not high. Yeah, you guys told me we were watching this, and I was like, okay. I don't know if I've seen any of the Airbud movies. I was like, can be a dog with sports. Like, this is a bad place to start. Like a couple minutes <laughs> yeah. in, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what is the point of this movie? We have like, like 30 seconds of scenes implying that Airbud can read clocks. Wait. Okay. Yeah. How about we just cut that entire scene out? <laughs> that was like so long. Where he's like looking at clocks. He's like, oh, I'm going to be late to pick up the kids. And like just kept cutting the clocks. And then he gets to another clock. He's like, oh, I'm still late. I haven't made up any time. No, oh. if, if you were a 13 year old in this town and you were competing in the volleyball tournament and you knew that Air Bud had personally yes. won five different championships in different yes. sports, would you not go to their house and be like, do you want to play on our team? We need your dog. That never occurs anyway, to any of them. This is the most famous dog in the history of the planet. We have the Michael Jordan of dogs. I say this every episode of the season. Air Bud's the Michael Jordan of dogs. And nobody in this town cares. Everybody yes. can play volleyball? Holy shit. <laughs> Who would have thought? Yeah, dude, that guy can drive a golf ball 450 yards. Like, he can play volleyball. Trust me. I guess, yeah, and sinking, like, doing volleyball is not as hard, okay, excuse me for saying this, as sinking baskets accurately for a dog. Because like, Airbud's sinking baskets, like, from the free throw line. Hooping a thing over a net, just from a dog perspective, I know volleyball is more complicated than that. Mm -hmm. It's just is is easier, I feel. So I feel like it's not a big stretch for them to be like, why not have the dog play? Yeah, like a basketball rim is like a uh, has a you know diameter of like twenty two inches or something like that. A volleyball net has a diameter of the entire earth. Like you just have to. Get I think it. there's bounce, right? I think there's. Yeah, you have to it's get not it. a circle. You just have to get it. A certain that way, <laughs> and it doesn't matter how fucking far or whatever, dog. Just hit the ball that direction. I think there so, is out of bounds <laughs> in volleyball. So Ryan, but I get your point. I would like to actually point out, seeing as how you don't know how volleyball works, neither do the fucking producers for this goddamn. Oh god, ball. I know, right? You get three hits, not yeah. four. Four. Like consistently, they're like four today. I'm like, guys, it's gonna be a movie about sports. You should probably know how the sport works. Unless they were like, well, the rules only say four uh, three hits by humans. Like the rules oh. specifically says three hits by humans. They should have probably covered that. Yeah, in, Why like they the have tournament that scene. That. And it's probably the most memorable scene for me of the first Air Bud is, yes. well, there ain't no rules that a dog can't play basketball. Why yeah. wasn't there a volleyball scene? And everybody, even the other teams were like, hell yeah, <laughs> this is awesome. 
I loved that scene when, okay, when, mind you, like an hour and 20 minutes have passed through the movie and we all we've gotten is some bullshit about how the main character, um, Andrea, is missing her friend and is trying to make money from dog sitting and nothing to do with Airbud for the entire movie. Some jewel heist is going on. Finally, Airbud touches a volleyball towards the last like eight, like 20% of the movie. And then, like, the comatose referee, he, like, finally sees Airbud show up. He's like, oh, shit, Airbud's here! And, like, everyone goes fucking ballistic. And they know who Airbud is. It's not like they don't know the dog exists. Because as soon as he shows up, everybody is, like, asking for autographs. They lose their minds. And that was me watching this movie. Because I was fucking comatose until the last 20% of the movie when Airbud starts booping volleyballs over the net. This movie confused me because I feel like this was a generic Disney Channel original movie script that was being shopped around. Yeah. Um, and they were like, ah, we need an Airbud 5 script. Throw uh, throw this movie in the Airbud universe. Um, and it maybe yeah. just be a random fun trivia fact that it's in the Airbud universe. Like that's this had what, nothing to do with him. That's one of the things I wrote down. Uh, I said this could be any movie. With that. If this counts as an Airbud movie, then any movie with a golden retriever in the background counts as an Airbud movie. Yeah, he, he didn't need to, he wasn't a driving force at all in this movie. Like, he didn't need to be in it. All she had to do was win the tournament and see her friend. And, you know, admittedly, towards the end, I think maybe just from, like, uh, Stockholm Syndrome, I was starting to be like, come on, Andrea, just fucking set the ball. You could do it, please. But I was, it's just, I feel like I got bait and switched here. You can tell that nobody uh, that made this movie has ever bought their own plane ticket, too. Um, they said that the flight from two major hubs in the United States, which is like a two hour flight total, was $600 round trip. You guys, 2003. You guys in the in 2003. 2003. The average price for an airline ticket, I looked it up from Seattle to San Diego, the minimum price for one was $67, which she paid <laughs> to a shit. guy because a dog knocked his cart over. But the average price is like 180 bucks. What? Yeah. Where they like, I can't come visit you in California unless I fly. First class, or, first of all. <laughs> and the also, gas leak, I think. Her parents are both, like, vets. While, while vets don't make a lot of money, you'd think they could be like, oh, yeah, like, do a couple things around the house and, like, go see your friend in California. Right. Here's, and like, also, 500 bucks. How long is this vet convention? They had to go week? to Idaho, so. <laughs> but it's, that's a neighboring state. <laughs> well, you could think... Day to drive there, day to drive back. I mean, yeah, it only takes like five, six hours. They're gone for an entire summer. <laughs> yeah, how long? Wait, uh, yeah, I, I want to see the um, coinciding movie of uh, the adventure that the mom and dad went on, um, where where they were missing for three months, <laughs> and they don't even and they don't even like know what the daughter's doing. They come back and they're like volleyball. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Oh, by the way, your dog that has you know made national news four other times about playing sports it's playing another sport by the way you might want to come like get a handle on it or and then like the end scene with the volleyball tournament in fucking like malibu oh. california it's an like professional invite only tournament and they invited the dog from fucking fernfield <laughs> yeah. washington like what that's so funny and julie was like wait a minute <laughs> it never like yeah, it doesn't explain julie, it julie was confused because she was like did the parents know that Airbud was like already enlisted in this professional tournament in Malibu and they were just giving the girl a hard time about like, we're not going to fly you to California, even though we're already going to California <laughs> to bring the dog to a volleyball tournament. 
Yeah, because like, those things have to be set up like way in advance. They had real professional volleyball player Gabby Reese in this movie playing alongside Airbud as her partner for some strange reason for this scene. And Airbud sinks the winning shot, winning the fucking Malibu Regional Volleyball Tournament. Without any explanation, this scene had nothing to do with the plot of the movie. That he did not need to win this game. It was totally adjacent to the plot line. Which again is just like this is a side story in the Airbud universe. There's a whole another movie about how he got to the volleyball convention, yeah. how he's playing next to her. By the way, when you go on like IMDB, it's all the pictures. All the pictures of this movie are from like that little tiny scene. So I thought this was going to be about Airbud playing like professional volleyball, professional yes. beach volleyball. And instead, it's like, oh, he plays at a local like neighborhood tournament with some kids who it's not even like a school. It's like an intramural. That's yeah, intramural game. volleyball team. <laughs> oh, he won an intramural game. OK. And I mean, you could have taken out the entire like jewel heist thing from this entire yes. movie. And it the fuck probably would have been better. <laughs> Like, those, it would have made yes. a little bit more sense. It would have been addition by subtraction. Those jewel heist guys were so funny to me in, initially because when, when they show up, they're in like this giant toilet van, and like immediately the 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 music's like don't 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 don't, and they get out, and the first line is "Remember, Vince, we're pretending to be plumbers. We're trying yeah. to steal this diamond." <laughs> I'm <laughs> just thinking about the gas leak theory because these guys were so insanely dumb in this movie. Yeah. Their logic is to steal the dog and they don't train the dog. They just have the dog steal the diamond. They point the dog towards the diamond and they're like, go through the lasers. <laughs> oh, the dog goes through the vents, takes the yeah. diamond. They're like, okay, come back through the lasers instead of crawling back through the fucking vent. Yes, why the fuck do you gotta go through the lasers? <laughs> Which is the whole reason why they got caught. And that's that's what they said like originally too. It's not just like the dog didn't just like turn around and come to the lasers. That was their plan from the get-go. Okay, we're gonna have the dog <laughs> through the lasers. But the lasers were super easy to avoid. Yeah, and then the dog makes it and they still fall into the lasers. They, like they were sitting on the sidelines. They were so excited that the dog made it through the lasers that his head passes through one. Yeah, it was the worst. The dog jumped on him, though. The dog it was the worst. The lasers. Okay, it okay. was the worst heist scene I've ever seen. And I was thinking at the beginning of the movie when I when I saw the heist setup, I was like, "Perfect, I can pitch a heist season for season four, and I will rewatch Airbud Five. And then I got like, you know, an hour and a half into this movie, and I'm like, "Jesus Christ, I don't want to watch another heist movie in my entire life." <laughs> wow. The way that the heist people were thwarted was that Airbud got them to go onto a merry-go-round, a carousel, and then Airbud went to the operator's box and manually operated the giant lever and turned the speed up on the carousel, and the bad guys were stuck on the carousel and couldn't get off, and Airbud ran to the volleyball game and won the volleyball game. I thought that was fucking okay. hilarious, I'm gonna be oh. honest. That was the I, best yeah, part of the audience, movie. I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm actually not joking. That's literally how that's the climax of the movie. It's, it's one layer stupider too, because those criminals they jump into they jump into like the cars on the carousel and they're like, let's catch them in this car. Like the toy car and the carousel. Right. And then that's how Airbud tricks them from getting on. So they don't try to jammers. Also, more listening. importantly, <laughs> why the hell 
would the carousel that's meant for children, like small children, mm-hmm. have a like 60 mile per hour speed of just spinning, know, like right? enough to literally pick these guys up when they're like holding brain up blend them, shaken, yeah, not stirred. <laughs> why was Airbud uh, trying to kill? More importantly, why did he succeed? Can Airbud read also? Yeah, so he is a sentient dog, apparently. <laughs> So he can understand he's Michael all Jordan, language. who's been transformed into a dog, and he's like, literally, I can read. I can read clocks, guys. I can play sports. When at one point will you be like, there's a good chance this is a human who's gotten some sort of <laughs> diabolical experiment performed on him, and now he's a dog. We should probably well, give him a pen and some paper. Well, didn't didn't Airbud play baseball too? Yeah. Yes. Wasn't he good oh. at baseball? I, he probably probably killed it. I think it well, would be a shitty well, movie if he was Michael bad Jordan at baseball. Suck at baseball. No, Michael Jordan was actually really good at baseball too. It's pretty good. <laughs> oh, he was. I always thought yeah, he, he was dead. It. Well, that's the thing. It's it's a big long thing because he wasn't in the majors. But oh. like, it's totally expected to not go right into the majors. And so everybody's like, "You're the greatest basketball player this planet has ever seen, but you aren't the greatest baseball player ever. That must mean you suck." <laughs> But it's like, yeah, so that's kind of why he came back. Yeah, me. this isn't the last dance podcast. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. But wasn't he playing baseball? I may have seen because of the one or two thing? Michael Jordan documentaries. What's that, Jace? Was, wasn't he playing baseball because of the gambling thing? Or was he just. That's a conspiracy. Oh, okay, this, this, we can't, this is not. We, we're doing a lot. Down the rabbit hole, boys. <laughs> this also involves some other really dark things about his life. I do like the idea of having one Airbud movie where, like, he just decides that's not the sport for him, where he's just not that good at it. Like, he right. just keeps striking out. Like, we're wondering the, the how Spider-Man he's... two of Airbud movies. Yeah, where he just get, he just uh, decides, like, you know what? I'm not good at baseball. Gets I can't all emo and does a weird dance in the street. <laughs> this is adjacent to my pitch of uh, Airbud, Air uh, the, the gritty reboot where he does drugs and sometimes kills. Um, yep. <laughs> You made a I mean, shaken but uh, not shaken but stirred joke earlier, uh, and I'm thinking, what about spy, spy Airbud, spy Bud? Yeah, where he's just like out on the town, you know. Sometimes he kills. Sometimes no, he kills. No, and he no cusses. dogs allowed in this hotel. But so, fuck you. Okay. Airbud. This is this is we're back to the issue, Ryan. Because is he killing other dogs? Is he is he making love to other dogs? Because there yes. can't be humans. We can't. We can't do this again with the, like just like but, Bud Wick we pitched. But this is an actual dog. Air Bond. We'll we'll talk about that some other time. Um, the other thing, like this is minor because there's so much to talk about this movie. You know, from for one, you know, the cool 2000s neighbor guy with a puka necklace and a skateboard, yeah. um, to the original soundtrack with overly descriptive lyrics describing oh everything my God. that's happening. <laughs> Losing a friend's hard sometimes, but you gotta move on. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> going back to her house where her dogs were the famous, and her little brother is growing up. Remember him from the first movie? I don't know if it's been a while since I've seen that movie, so I'll explain a little bit. There's a little tiny baby in the first movie, but this is how that kid grown up. Yeah, yeah I actually. thought they went like way too far with the depressed because my friend left. Like, yes. Like, she could have died, and they put that in there and be like, okay, this makes sense. Yeah, she just let like. No, I mean, I, I moved. I, yeah, I was gonna say I kind of felt for her. What I, I texted you guys like ten minutes in, yeah. like we lost Ryan for a while there, and this sucked. I moved. Yeah, so I moved like every three years growing up. It sucked, but you know, it's not something to make a movie about. She only. It's had not one something friend. to make an airbud. She's terrible. But 
it's it's not like they were forced to use the source material. It's not like no. the option was, okay, we're going to make Airbud 5, but the problem is it has to be about this this kid losing her friend. You know, like, okay, you can you could possibly make a good movie about a kid losing a friend, but you could also possibly make it about literally anything else, and it would be more exciting. I just feel like those plot points did not be, need to be an Airbud movie. I'm a simple man. Just show me dog fucking hitting the ball. Dog, bolly ball. Okay, Denali, let's get to that point because yeah. I, I think I speak for all of us when wow. I say that the shot of the fake paws spiking the ball <laughs> over the top of the net was the greatest moment in film history. The paws staying there for like a good five seconds as if he leapt in the air and like stayed in the air. Like, because the, for me, this scene is insane because that's so hot. Like, the top of the volleyball net is hard to jump up and get. Now, I understand this mom might be lower because they're teenagers. However, like, the idea that this kid hits a volleyball over the net and a dog jumps up and spikes it on his head, like, that's the craziest sports moment in history. That would be like if an Airbud won, Airbud dunked from the free throw line. Like, <laughs> so, this is way out of character for this movie. Because it's a golden retriever, yeah. Like Malinois, dude. Like they can well, clear like eight feet. Well, right. But that's like, imagine being a human and being like, I'm gonna score on this team, and then a dog jumps up and is like, <laughs> and you're, like it would be the most demoralizing thing. I would quit volleyball. Yeah. Like, yeah. A dog is destroying pro like young prospects at every sport when he shows up because mm -hmm. he, he wins the game. And these kids who are passionate about a sport enough to play like intramural leagues um, are losing to a fucking dog. Who and, can't yeah, use Airbus undefeated. Michael, um, you're our resident uh, dog expert. We didn't really cover that. You have something yeah. like 18 of them in your house. Um, Six. How, how many have them <laughs> have you trained to play competitive sports? Um, none. Because they're dogs. Oh. They'll play fetch. Like, they got getting, that down. It's sports adjacent. Yeah. Um, that whole thing with like, what I thought was strange, because this is the first movie without, I think it was Josh, was, was it last name From? Um, yeah. You know what? I'm sure. Yeah, it's, this is the first, this, I heard this is the first movie without the main character from the first Airbud um, that we that we bonded with with the first movie. Because um, apparently he's in all of them. And now he's all grown up. They, they make a kind of a, a point to say that he's gone off to college to play football, leaving his super-powered dog at home. He went upstate. Um, <laughs> he's on a farm somewhere. Yeah, yeah he's on... <laughs> God. And um, you know, this is his sister, all grown up, the little sister that was in the first movie. Um, and now this is kind of her time to, to shine as the new kind of, uh, you know, torchbearer of the Airbud um, franchise. You know, in a lot of ways, this movie felt like kind of the swan song of Airbud, even though it was so bad they had to cancel this movie. I feel like they kind of knew this was the last one. Um, there was kind of a lot of scenes where the theme was saying goodbye. There was a lot of nostalgic slow motion shots with Airbud playing with the kids and shit. And just the fact that um, Josh wasn't in the movie, I just feel like this was kind of a, the extra movie, kind of the black sheep of the Airbud franchise. When was the first Buddies film released? It wasn't until a few years later, I think. Oh, five. Oh, it was just two years? I think so. Air Facts. Uh, Air Buddies, 2006. So three years later. Three years later. Okay. And that's when they kind of abandoned the whole Air Buddiverse and just went 
absolutely buck wild and gave us what we wanted. Dude, Having everybody's the, the characters. Yeah, nine million dollars was their budget on that movie. Whoa! Well, think about the CGI required. The dogs were like speaking. Mm-hmm. It's puppets, man. Fuck. Y'all know it's not real. It was straight to DVD, and they spent nine million dollars on it. Was it yeah, time, but they, they ended up making like ten of them. DVDs they made were, a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, they were cash cows. Um, cash dogs. One one animal we didn't mention yet is the inclusion of the parrot. For some reason, in this movie, talking parrot. Yeah, meow, 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 meow. So the parrot. Let's let's be clear. Was entirely voiced by a human. Yes. That had never sure. obviously done a parrot voice before. I think what happened was they're just about ready to ship this movie, and they're like, "All right, uh, I'm glad everybody got together. Uh, we had some, you know, dog actors. We had some human actors. It was an amazing time. You know, we even had the guy come in and do the parrot voice. Everybody did really good. Uh, I just wanted to say thanks. Um, what's that? Oh, we didn't get a parrot guy. The movie ships tomorrow, and we didn't get a parrot guy? Can anybody do a passing parrot impression? And then they just got, like, some random guy to meow into the microphone for an hour. Do Gilbert Gottfried into the microphone. We're not going to tell you what it's for. Yeah. Guys, <laughs> Here's the, the script. The guy who did the, um, the guy who did the parrot's voice voiced Super Boo in Dragon Ball Z from 2000 to 2003. Hello. Whoa. Not a parrot. No. Oh, definitely not a parrot. You can also, parrots can actually speak. If this is one instance in where you can actually get away with, you know, teaching an animal how to speak its own lines, you could do it. And instead, they got, like, a terrible voice actor. Or at least, I'm not going to, maybe, not going to make fun of the guy himself, but they got a terrible performance by probably not paying enough money. Yeah, too much money on Doke. He's in a lot of shit. This guy's been in an insane amount of media. Yeah, the Paris. Holy crap. A bunch of like Warhammer what? 40k stuff. He's in uh, so many video games. He was he voiced Inuyasha. He voiced in Inuyasha. A bunch of different people. Uh, but he's an esteemed cool. voice this, actor. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. It's just he that maybe it. he was told that he was going to do Gilbert Godfrey. Didn't know it was a parrot. You know, that's okay. Everyone has those those types of gigs. Um, yeah, there was just so much, so much that was logically wrong with this movie. I would encourage people just to see it just for the experience. I would just, actually, uh, fight um, against that. Please don't watch this movie. They probably all just got him like really hot. So they were all just like in this shitty fever dream and they're like, act. That's what it felt like. It was a fever dream. The other thing, like what Brian said about them not recognizing Airbud's like extraordinary presence, like if I was the mayor of this town, he'd be, he'd be one, he'd be the mayor. I'd give up my position to him. Um, I'd like give him a fucking key to the city. Yeah, Talkeena with a cat, and I would. I would there'd be like ten statues of him because I feel like they don't. They do not give him his due. His due credit for playing that well at five different sports and qualifying at a human level at the end of this one, where he reaches his apex of his career. I mean, That's, like everyone in the town knows him because they all like collectively lose their shit whenever he's around. Yeah, and he's in like his twilight of his career. I feel like in this one because I mean. He's this is what six or seven years into the Airbud, you know, the Airbud franchise. He's supposed to be the same bud, right? So we, you know, what would have been way better than either one of the plot lines they went with, like a lethal weapon. I'm too old for this shit thing. Oh, where like yeah, Airbud's going into retirement. Yeah, and then his owner's like, one more game, one more game, Airbud. It's ah, like, oh, I'm revoked. <laughs> He shoots him. He shoots the owner. I, what, what? 
yeah, yes. And he wants to take a nap. So he said, he says it's just been revoked, and he shoots Josh. <laughs> I was, I was thinking, like, um, you know, maybe a, a young, like a new young hot golden retriever on the scene. He's like playing fast and loose on the fucking basketball court. Like he's like a, you know, he's like he's like cussing and giving bad interviews and throwing tantrums and shit. And he's like, I'm calling you out, Airbud. I can fucking beat you one on one. And people are like, oh shit. And Airbud's like, no, no, I can't. I'm retired. I'm out of the game. And he's like, I could beat Airbud in his prime. And then, you know, Airbud's wife's like, just ignore it. He's trying to get in your head. And he's like, ignore it. You gotta be kidding me. I can't do that. And then he starts training. Um, and then, you know, he he does one on one against the other the other one. Uh down in front, Ryan. Um now this question's for you. Um yeah. This is Ryan from uh, Good Boys Gone Bland. Oh, Ryan. No, yeah. When when was the last time you watched Rocky Three? Uh, who? Never mind. That's okay. Never heard of him. Um. So you guys, you guys down to break down this movie? I feel like we've. Yeah, yeah. we've said a lot. We've said a lot. Are you guys ready to give uh, to wrap this up? Give our reviews for this movie, Jace. Uh, we we had Ryan go first last time. It didn't feel right since you've been going first for the the whole season. Um, do you want to start us off with a wagometer? Yeah, woofometer. Woofometer. That's what I said. <laughs> you I also I never think gotten that. The, I always think it's the other one, and then I'm like, oh no, it's definitely wagometer. Since you guys are so far ahead, how does yeah. your meter work? Oh yes, uh, I forgot we record these in advance. Our doghouse, Michael, and audience, because we don't do that. So. This season, normally, we, we rate the movies how well they fit with our theme. So in Ben Affleck's season, we rated how Benny was the movie. You know that. Yeah. Or Ben Meter. With our Matt McConaughey movies, we had our McCominometer. And that was how Matt the movie was. This season, with our dog movies, we have the Woofometer. And generally, we make this shit up every week. Yeah, absolutely. We just go, <laughs> we just go with our gut because <laughs> one, of us, one week, one of us, probably me, will make a really long, impassioned speech about how they grade their dog movies. <laughs> and then the next week, they'll have the complete opposite opinion. Um, so really, just how doggy is it? Uh, was there a lot of dog? Did you like the dog stuff? Um, the quality of dog? So really, we just kind of, it, this is more than anything, this is the gut number that we've ever had. Okay. It's completely different from how you feel about the movie. Oh, right. Yeah. And then after we're done with this, we'll rate the movie itself, uh, yeah. kind of give our yeah. personal opinions on the movie rather than just the doggy dog. All right. So do we want to do, we'll do Jace, um, Michael, and then Brian and me, if that sounds good to you guys. Yeah, sure. All right, Jace, feel free to tee us off when you're ready. All right. The Wolfometer for... Earbud spikes back. I think the dogs had a good showing when they were allowed screen time. <clears throat> when they were allowed screen time. Very little. But the five golden retrievers, and again, well, we've talked about that. I'm a little disappointed that they had to use five dogs. I think I'm going to take some off. But realistically, uh, you know, knowing dogs, I imagine they can only learn so many things. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Um, and the dog was such Airbud was a good boy. He, like that kid was like walking with him, yeah. holding his tail, keeping him safe. Um, but really not the showing you want from Airbud. Not for me. I'm gonna give the Airbuds of this film an a seven. A seven. And they're losing points because the humans that made this dog movie did not utilize them well enough. All right. Seven, seven barks. Seven a seven barks, seven woofs on the woofometer. Yeah, Michael, tee us off. So this movie 
It's Air Bud. Supposed to be about the dog. It was not about the dog. Like, there was... Mm -hmm. The dog didn't play a major role in the movie until, like, the end of the movie. And it, it almost seemed like it was... The dog was, like, a side point. Like, oh, yeah, we're making a movie about a dog, so we should include the dog somehow. Yeah. The scenes the dog was in, they were okay. Um, I don't know. I would say, like, <laughs> a four. Like, the dog had yeah. good scenes, yeah. but there weren't a lot. Like, it was not focused around the dog. So. Right. No, that's, yeah, it's, that's totally, that's totally, totally fair. And honestly, yeah, that's, <laughs> we struggle to find the exact structure of our, our wolfometers. Yeah. Right. Um, I totally agree. So, yeah. Right, right. I Sounds think like <laughs> it's, I think I'm much more in alignment with Michael. I do need to remind myself that this isn't like my movie score. This is All not right. what I think of the actual movie. This is All what right. I think of like dogs. So. If you go along with what Michael, the, the number, that four, you would be putting the air buds of this film, I know volume was low, on the level with the dogs of Snow Dogs. And I think that's criminally insensitive. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you guys watch this. The Snow Dogs, like, the Florida dude comes up to Alaska? Yeah. Yes. Hold on, spoilers, we can't do <laughs> it. Oh, God, Michael's going to leak it. Out. So I think I'm going to have to go with a three. Because most of the dogs were just running around in the background. I think the only dog besides Air Bud was all the dogs she was babysitting or dog sitting, I guess. And they just kind of ran around. Uh, not a lot of quantity, like we said. There's too many other plot lines. This is not Air Bud Spikes Back. It's um, a really weird Disney movie. And also there's a dog sometimes. So I think three... Partially because I think quality was actually kind of middling. Probably like five or six for quality. Uh, and then probably a really low for quantity. So three, that's fair. I'm going to stop there. Ryan liked the dogs and snow dogs more than the dogs and <laughs> Air Bud spikes back. That's Holy totally hell. okay. That's totally okay. Oh, right. Well, guys, I am pissed. All right, let me just say that. I am fucking seething with rage, right? I was excited to go into Airbud Five. I was, I was, I we saw Airbud. We saw the greatest athlete slash actor of our time. We saw a great performance for him. And I was going into Airbud Five. I'm like, yes, it's conceptually the same dog. We're gonna see some great dog volleyball action. And what I got was fucking an hour and a half of bullshit, okay? It, this was like some kind of like Power Rangers B-roll subplot of like the two dumbest criminals in the world and then some like tween girl drama that was like totally, it was like I was watching Zoe 101, like a thrown away script for like an episode, um, which is a show I enjoyed. Um, but like, it, it just totally, it didn't make any sense as an Airbud movie. Like, there was no, there was no reason for Airbud to be in this movie. Like we already said, this was a totally different script. They were like, oh yeah, you know what would make this bullshit script more money? Is if we put Airbud in it. And then just, it wasn't even Airbud. It was just these five bullshit, talentless dogs, excuse me, who could not play sports and could not act. And they were all pretending to be this one fucking dog, dude. Five dogs doing the, doing one Fucking dog's job that's bullshit also it was two parrots doing one parrot's job okay that's that's just a bunch of hollywood accounting right there too this movie was a sack of shit dude and i'm sorry i can't i can't do the movie score i know but dogs weren't motivating this movie 
Dogs weren't in 99% of this movie, and there certainly wasn't the star dog in this movie. I'm going to give this one a fucking one, dude. Like, there was there was no... This is not a dog movie. This is not a dog movie. I got to say, I'm, I'm pretty much in line with you. It wasn't a dog movie, but there were dogs in it. Like, that, that's a fact. There were dogs in it. Yeah, there was yeah. dogs in it. Like, there's a dog in the thing, you know, where it's just like, it's there. And, and Ryan, you said in Airbud. You know, you had this theory about the less dogs there are in a movie, the better. In this case, yeah. I don't think it's true. In this case, I don't. I think it would have been better with yeah. more dogs. I think this season is really testing my <laughs> hypothesis, which is great for like a scientific method. It's just terrible right. for our sanities. <laughs> so let's well, get into the real, the real stuff. The real meat of the pie. <laughs> I'm throwing the pie out the window. I'm giving the movie a one. I can't. I can't. Oh. I can't do. I'm completely. I, I think I'm off base for 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 you guys with the wolfometer to the movie. But jeez, God, I, I I would rather watch <laughs> Snow Dogs with the with the fake oh. dogs in the dream oh, and the dog talking. <laughs> we and, done and the shit CGI than rewatch than rewatch Airbud Spikes Back. I would rather watch this. Was it was that line from the Taken review where it's like Taken three makes Taken two look like Taken one? What? <laughs> I just love that review. Holy shit! Uh, it's Airbud five makes Airbud four look like Airbud three. <laughs> I wish I knew, but I don't. Oh, uh, oh, I, I wish we would watch the second one. This is a. Yeah, I yeah, this is absolutely yeah. Okay, let's let Michael go on to his movie review because I have a feeling there might be a common theme among our movie reviews, and then we can just go back to just crapping on this movie. So the whole time I was watching this movie, I was literally thinking, "Why the fuck would you put this on your list of shit to watch?" <laughs> I have seen some dumb movies, and this is by far like. I never want to see this movie again. Like, I would honestly say just, like, zero. <laughs> like, it doesn't even get a bonus point for having a dog in it because the dog wasn't even the center point of the movie. Right. They just took three right. different movies. One about sports. One about this girl losing her friend because she moved, but it makes it sound like she died. And some shitty heist movie. Put them all together. Shook it up in, like, a Yahtzee cup full of dice and then dumped it out. And was like, this is what we're doing. This was ass. Like, the embodiment of ass is what this movie was. It's hard to be a movie writer, you know, and just being high all the time. <laughs> all the and I mean, they spent five million dollars on it. Like, you know, what did you spend that money on? That million dollar question I asked you early, earlier, Michael, would you, uh, would you combine that with four other people who won the million dollars to make this movie? No. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. Because but, wait. it's like those people that win the lottery and like promptly go broke and go to jail. Like, what mm. are you doing? It's because they made Airbud Five. <laughs> well, I'm glad we can we can um, experience this with you because I'm assuming this is probably one of the worst movies you've seen, and I'm happy that we can talk you through this and and also be there for each other after watching this. Um, yeah, I'd rather watch The Dark Tower again <laughs> that's an insult to this movie for sure like and i and i, and I agree part of dark me wants tower to watch is... that movie just because of how shitty you guys said it was the dark tower was an insult to matter itself the fact Although, that matter formed together to allow that movie to come into existence is an insult to our creator <laughs> yeah 
I think the common thread between my review, Jason's review, and Michael's review, and I actually think the Alan's review, is going to be how does our scale work, right? So throughout the last three seasons, we've learned that I have a very strict adherence to a one to ten scale and only going up in whole numbers. Denali right. has a less precise scale. Seeming no well, Denali has a seemingly 21, 22 point scale that goes from zero to ten and includes half points. Correct. So more precise. Since my scale only goes down to one, I'm gonna go with obviously a one. I think that this movie did something that is very difficult. It made a bad movie that was not fun to watch. It made you think about what you're doing with your life while you watch the movie. Because there's some <laughs> really bad movies called B-movies uh, that are kind of beloved. Like, you know, Z-movies even. You have movies that are so bad they're good. And you have movies that are they're so bad that they're just bad. And that's they're kind of worth watching. This movie is so bad that it's not worth watching. Like, this movie added nothing. Almost everybody involved with this movie had their career, like, ended by it. Um, <laughs> it's not entertaining. You can't learn anything from it. You can't learn what not to do from this movie because it was just all over the place. I think so. Okay, don't... Yeah, like Michael said, don't make a movie by just throwing, throwing things in a hat. There's not much that could be said about this movie. I'm going to go with a one. I wish I never watched it. I wish the <laughs> wheel landed somewhere else. And if this podcast hadn't existed and I had wa tried to watch this movie, I would have turned it off within about 35 seconds. Um, yeah, so a one. Okay, so you didn't like it. I mean, that's going to be a thumbs down. Thumbs down from Ryan. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I agree. And I'm wondering, we've talked a little bit about this because we haven't seen the other Airbuds, right? We haven't seen the progression of the Airbud movies. We're basically seeing, you know, the the rise and fall. We're seeing, you know, Airbud in its golden age, and now we're seeing the decay, the fall of the great Airbud Empire at its end. But we didn't see kind of the in between, you know, in between intermediate movies that made up this franchise. So would I rate this higher um, if I saw, you know, you know, Airbud, World Pop, and all all that, all those other movies that are probably garbage? Now, would I would I kind of have a different opinion about this now when i finished this movie yes i did think this was the worst movie i've ever fucking seen in my life there was no redeeming qualities about this yes the acting was the worst acting i've ever seen the writing was absolute dog shit and i was wondering if some like maybe clever bot-esque generator wrote the entire script however however i did admire the fucking sheer audacity to make this movie okay you have a dog that's already played four sports, and you're like, why not five? Why not a fucking volleyball and keep it going? And also just do an entire side plot of Josh's little sister, you know, have her fucking grab the torch and, and, and move up there and just make this ridiculous ass movie. They took a humongous risk, and it, it just tanked absolutely into the core of the earth, tanked the entire award-winning franchise. I don't know. This movie's bad. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it zero. It's the worst movie I've ever seen. I just, I'm speechless, dude. Like, I can't think of anything good about it. I, I wrote so many notes, and Ryan, we were kind of texting on our, um, on our thread here. This is the most notes I've ever written for a movie. Yeah. Normally, I write about like a page and a half. 
This was like five pages. See, every scene I had to pause the movie because I was so shocked. Ryan, you're holding up your notebook full of notes. <laughs> um, there's so much shit I didn't mention because every scene is like a work of art of how not to make a movie. Um, it was just shocking. <laughs> Sort of like sometimes when you're watching like a bad horror movie that doesn't that doesn't quite have it right. You're like, OK, I get it kind of what you're going for, but you should do this a little differently. You should maybe put these scenes in different order. Don't show us the monster, you know, kind of give us yeah. breadcrumbs. Don't give fake jump scares. Um, you can type like, OK, pick up the pieces from there. Let's redo it and it'll make it a little bit better. How do you salvage this movie? Like, it, 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 you have to wipe out the whole thing and rewrite a different movie. Oh, completely. And you know what? They could have just, like, really coasted on the Airbud fame. They could have just had him do a stupid-ass tournament, have him have no plot, just do the stupid volleyball dog tricks, and he probably would have had, just by, just by baseline score, a better movie. Just by default. John, stop trying to rewrite. It's going direct to DVD. Okay? You... Film the kids doing some shit. It doesn't. No, man, I got this idea. Yeah. This, this friend that we've Air never Bud. seen before. You're killing him. Yeah, well, we've been direct to DVD for three movies now. So, you know what? Get off your high horse. This movie is just an incredible monument to all bad decisions. I mean, if you took out the shitty heist scene, toned down the my friend left, put in more dog doing sport, it probably would have been like a two instead of yeah. zero. Well, it sure. could have been a lot better because uh, I I think have the first tournament end like you know halfway through the movie and then have them transition to professional basketball, professional volleyball. I don't. I think the the story of Airbud One is uh, entirely more inspiring. I think on a a dog per minute scale, I'm gonna <laughs> go ahead and say it. They're they're actually pretty. I think they're pretty close. It was one of the things we talked about with Airbud is he was in it less than we would have liked and. Sure. You know, he's really doing the same. The dogs are doing the same action, hitting a ball. Airbud, without a cut, fucking boinks the ball into the hoop. Right? There's millions oh, yeah, of cuts yeah. to kind of hobble this 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 zombified yeah. franchise I'm, along I'm to show these dogs having talent. As good of it as him, by no means. I know you. Did, I know you're not, because you wouldn't dare. <laughs> I would not dare step um, on Airbud's grave with these imposters. You know, if they introduced volleyball just a little earlier in this movie i think i would have forgave it more because Airbud didn't touch a volleyball until about like 60 percent of the yeah. movie was over and then there I was like was, that i think it was like just before the hour mark in the yeah. movie. yeah so i actually wrote okay guys i'm sorry to burst your bubble um i uh write these things down okay so these for the record my fr the first time i thought where is a volleyball was 12 <laughs> minutes in and I was like, okay, this is way too long. Um, I thought that again five minutes later, 17 minutes. And then at 21 minutes, we see our first volleyball. But that's a tease because the volleyball is not played with and Airbud doesn't play it. Right. Airbud plays with the volleyball for the first time at 35 minutes. Ugh. I agree. It felt like an hour. Yeah. Because they're throwing so much at us. Like, they expect yeah. us to know everything about the lives of this family. And if it makes you feel any better, the farmer's market scene occurred at 38 minutes, which was almost directly after this. Okay. Thank you, Ryan, for the record. Yeah. <laughs> to let the record stand, there should have been more volleyball in this fucking movie about volleyball. Okay. I want to point something out. Let's do it real quick. Let's yeah. get some perspective. Sure. We are not 
apparently we're not alone, but also some people think we're wrong. If you go on IMDb, there are serious 10 out of 10 reviews for this movie. One person says, Airbud is awesome. Buddy is back as a volleyball player. This movie is not the greatest movie if you want to see a lot of volleyball. This is a movie you would see for the cute golden retriever. Yeah, sounds like one of the dogs from the film wrote that. So, you know. Right. <laughs> Thanks, someone. That was written in 2003. Another one says, uh, I feel too many people are writing about it and giving someone the wrong picture of the movie. Of course, this movie's about Airbud. And then they say, you probably didn't like this movie because you didn't check the rating on it. If you wanted to watch a serious movie expecting freaky stuff to happen, may I suggest The Sixth Sense? The fuck is this guy even talking about? And he gave it a 10 out of 10. Listen, if you have kids, you've got a great movie that they'll be watching on more than one occasion. Please, God, no. I've... <laughs> like, I don't even want to... Seriously, I think that we are just not like everybody. It's there... Most people who watch movies, let's, let's get this out. Most people who watch movies are morons. And they're like these people... <laughs> And they'll give, like, there's like, yeah, put something in front of my eyeballs, and as long as there's pictures moving around and some sound that comes out of the speakers, I will give it a 10 out of 10. I, yeah, I don't watch movies, like, hardly ever, and this was horrible. Right. Did <laughs> you like them? Like, okay, I'm gonna watch a movie, I'm gonna get some experience, I'm gonna get some entertainment out of it. Like, I wanna be entertained when I sit down to watch a movie. There are some people who just sit in front of a TV all day and have movies going all the time, and they're like, oh my god, it was amazing. <laughs> Everything yeah. I see is amazing. I, one time, I watched No Country for Old Men, and I give that a 50 out of 10. Um, um, I want to really quick, I'm going to send you guys a picture of the vote distribution on IMDb. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's fucking hilarious. I'll tell you that 14% of people rate this a 10 out of 10. It's insane. It, it, well, this is why IMDb will also, they rate ones and tens, not as high as like nines and twos. People are more likely to click one in the spectrum or the other. And there, there's people, 14% of people, this is why whenever you're doing a survey and you're rating things or you're getting public opinion, you have to do a weighted average. You can't take just the normal average and just weight things if you're taking the general population yeah. because people oh will pick They'll be like, some one time I watched a movie and it had a talking squirrel in it and I my aunt bought me a squirrel statue when I was seven. <laughs> ten out of ten. Dear God. That's that's way too many. I'm like looking Therefore, at it. Therefore, right I'm more troubled by the thirty-five people who've rated this nine out of ten. They need to be checked into a mental institution like right now. We need to do a wellness check on them. It could have been like young kids. I mean, you know, it could have. You're a little kid. You watch the movie. Like, yes. However, you're not gonna understand. most of these ratings were given in like 2003 when IMDb was like, you know, a kind of a niche movie viewer thing. Right. It's kind of only for Internet true. neckbeards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we <laughs> I think we digest this movie. Um. I think this leaves the door open still for an Airbud season in the future where we can rewatch these. Um, but do we want to maybe talk about what our next movie is? And I think Michael um, should be able to should should be allowed to uh, add some picks to the wheel. OK, I actually have a movie that I watched not too long ago. Oh, I say this is probably like two years ago. Yeah, because as we established, I don't watch fucking movies because I don't have time for that shit. Sure, I mean, we're all adults, so it's understandable. Yeah, 
Still, let me, what the hell was this thing? Uh, just to kind of explain our format for this season, we're doing something different. Um, instead of kind of deliberating on what movie we should we should watch next, because usually with dog movies, it's kind of a crapshoot. We've kind of devised this theorem, and, and Jace is kind of screen sharing with us, um, where we have this picker wheel. We will uh, select inputs, and it'll randomly choose one of these dog movies you know, on this list. So every week, the, th the three of us can either add a movie to the list or veto a movie from the list just to kind of make sure there's always fresh titles in there uh, to pick from. Um, since you are our special guest uh, for this week, we think you sh we should lay uh, some of our destiny in your hands um, and you can kind of add or remove from this from this uh, this picker wheel, if you please. So uh, what would uh, what was the, the movie you'd mentioned earlier about that you had seen recently or, or what would you like to add to um, the wheel? So it's called Max. It's basically about this uh, guy's dog. He's in the military. It's his work dog. He ends up getting killed in Afghanistan, and the dog goes to live with the family. And then it just kind of okay. goes from there. Is it a serious movie, or just like a terrible movie? Um, it's more serious. Like, I remember it, it was... I enjoyed it. Like, exponentially more so than this piece of shit that we watched this week. Okay, we need okay, to... That's a low bar. If we write this down, we need to date it correctly, because I just looked up the Wikipedia the page the for a movie called Max. And 2015. A, Max is a 2002 British-Hungarian-Canadian fictional drama film that depicts a friendship between a Jewish art dealer and a young oh. Austrian painter. Adolf Put it on the list. So, if you type <laughs> Max movie into Google, it pops right up. This is literally about a British-Hungarian-Canadian fictional drama about... Hitler. It's not that. That is not what I'm talking about. <laughs> Michael, we have to talk about this. this. is a dog season. I know you're a big John Cusack fan, but I don't think we can watch this. I sent a screenshot okay. of the appropriate movie. He, he to fucking you guys. knows what you're talking about. He's doing a stick. <laughs> Michael, I'd like to direct you a little bit. Thank you, one, for providing this. Um... I would ask that you don't add Max 1 to the list, but you add no. Max 2, White House Hero. <laughs> oh my. I didn't know there was a second one. Uh, yeah, I didn't until just now either. No. Bad talk. So Max 2 actually has better ratings than Max 1, according to <laughs> the Rotten Tomato. Let me look this up. Okay, he's right. Well, it has maybe percent more. Well, okay, maybe that's because kids went to Max Two, and maybe Max One's a little more serious. Max is assigned to the U.S. President's Secret it's, Service. It's flipped detail. on IMDb. IMDb has Max One way higher. Well, I would Michael, say watch. What are you putting? I, I would go with Max One. Yes, thank the, you. The Max first Michael. Max movie. Max. Because that was enjoyable. All right, we can put Max on there. Uh, Michael, do you have any vetoes as an as a esteemed audience member and guest star? You, you can you can just say you don't want to veto anything. We 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 abstain a lot of times, but I just I just want to extend an opportunity for you. The only two movies that I've seen on here is Old Yeller and Homeward Bound. I remember Homeward Bound being great for kids but I feel like that's not going to translate well to adults. I mean, honestly, that's our entire season, and that's worked out in the case. So State of the Podcast, which actually isn't available yet to you, Michael, we picked the season on the Wheel of Chaos. Mm -hmm. So what happened uh, was we put all of our pitches onto the wheel and assigned them a value based on how many votes they got. And the more votes you got, the more chance you were going to be picked on the wheel. What we came out with was dogs. So this is well, a season entirely devoted to chaos. 
then I shall abstain so there's more options. Mm. Okay, I like right. that. Right. Since we've been on a veto frenzy recently. All right, fair enough. Um, Ryan, do you have any ads or uh, vetoes for the season? You know, I think last week you vetoed Turner and Hooch, and I was angry and vowed to put Turner and Hooch back on. Fair. But honestly... I mean, I've seen that movie so many times that I don't really want to talk about it again. <laughs> I'm going to leave it. And I'm gonna, I don't think I've seen any of these movies except for Homeward Bound. So leave it. I'm not adding. I'm not subtracting. Okay. I, I'm leaving the list as is. Alrighty. Um, give me just a moment to just do some brief research here. We've only got two left. You know? I know. We've got two left in the season. We have to make these count. I want to watch Zoltan Hound of Dracula so bad. What? I don't think there's oh, any way we can that? see it. <laughs> yeah, it's not on anything at all. <laughs> we could uh, buy one copy and ship it around the country like Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. Okay. Um, I know what my pick's going to be. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and add Pet Cemetery 2. Oh. How do you spell cemetery? Right? It's S E M E T A R Y. It's purposely misspelled for the movie. Oh. Okay, I've seen the first one. The first one's great. Classic. Well, you're going to be disappointed. Um, and as far as my vetoes, let me see here. I think I like all of these. Everyone else leaves it all on the board and he's the only person willing to stab picks away. I'm going to leave it. Yes. You didn't get rid of rain. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. I think I'll be happy with any of these picks. Okay. Um, shuffle. Shuffle. All right. So the way we're going to do this is we're going to spin this wheel and whatever it lands on, we have to do for the next episode. All right. We have to say what it is because we always get too excited. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. It's real. Holy fuck. Holy <laughs> fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> Shit. Jace, oh no. Jace got what he wanted. Um What's the movie? Let me make sure. Um Rain. Can you even find it? Set in 1968, German Shepherd Rain is enrolled by his family in a training program that will send him to serve the American soldiers in Vietnam. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, perfect Lord Jesus Almighty. I don't know that I want this anymore. What? Let me look up the movie real quick. Oh, we might be saved. This might be unviewable. That's nah, not available. Oh, well, let me look this up. I think. Oh, I think we're running into an issue. Yeah, it says not available to watch in your location. There is no way we can legally watch this movie. I think we this is our one save. Yeah, I mean, we've gotten to nine movies without, you know, you needing a save. This is OK. OK, I'm disappointed, Jace, because I just looked up the synopsis and that sounds fucking buck wild. Um, I think we're going to have to re-spin the wheel without rain. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. <laughs> Denali's picks always get chosen the week he adds them. <laughs> Pet Cemetery 2, baby. I haven't seen Pet Cemetery 1, so this is going to be great. This close to seeing dogs. All right. We have our pick for next week, Pet Cemetery 2, um, which I just read is a dog movie. <laughs> We're getting spooky, folks. 
This is our first horror movie. Ooh, yeah. um, this will be a great episode. Well, we'll hope you guys will will join us for uh, for Pet Cemetery too. Uh, Michael, thank you for for joining us and being our guest reviewer for our review for Airbud. Uh, can we get a round of applause for Michael? Uh, oh yeah, Michael! Yeah, yeah. yeah. For so Michael, health. don't forget. Don't forget to tell your favorite local professional volleyball player about yes. us. Yeah. yeah, tell your your local professional um, volleyball player about us. We we don't we don't have one. We'll find the nearest one. Uh, do some you might fucking have to go work here, man. You think we just get off of this and it's done for? You think <laughs> we need some boots on the ground, baby? Um, but uh, yeah, thank you for uh for giving us your opinions. Um, you know it's hard work podcasting, man. Um, so you know we appreciate your effort, your um, time. You're welcome. Enjoy cutting all of my bullshit out of this. <laughs> <laughs> it actually was not more than any one person oh, normally does. Yeah. Um, well, thanks so much for joining us, guys. That was Airbud Five Spikes back. Um, follow us on Twitter um, at GBGB Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at uh, Good Boys Gone Bland. That's our name. Throw us a subscribe. Throw us a review. Throw us a bone, man. Listen to our show. Tell people about our show. Buy us on um, DVD. Buy us on DVD when we get there. Um, subscribe on YouTube. Look us up on all the things. Tell your volleyball coach about us. Um, if you've got someone who likes volleyball, tell them about us. Don't uh, tell them about us. this movie. Don't tell them. Yeah, this is a bad movie. It should have yeah, been called don't. Airbud Five Shits Whack. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Join us next week with Pet Cemetery. Ooh.